What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. What I'm going to say right now, what I'm going to talk about on this episode is a phenomenon that I've experienced, and it might seemingly contradict past or maybe even future episodes in which I tell you instead to go to the balcony and sit with yourself and gather your thoughts and engage the third sight. However, on the surface, while it may look different, any meditative state that you achieve in the balcony, that you go inwards and find, any of that meditative state that you find yourself in will introduce to you thought outside the realm of the usual noise in your head. And so it brings us right back to the same point of today's episode, which is never trust an indoors thought. Anytime you are being mean to yourself, are stuck in a patterned thought, feel weak or helpless, feel upset or down, feel incapable or otherwise on all of these fronts, try this. Put on your favorite pair of jeans or pants, a nice shirt that fits you well that you feel good in, and walk out the door and find maybe a public place to go to and interact with even just a few people. I find myself being completely different with my jeans on, with my Tims on. I have completely different personalities. When I make sales calls, when I'm on an important call or a Zoom meeting, I like to wear something that gives me the feeling from inside that I don't have accessible to me just sitting here in my sweatpants. Now, usually if you are like me, when you get stressed, you isolate yourself even more. You get even quieter. You do the opposite of what I'm suggesting here, which is to go outside. But I've also had many days where on the walk to the gym, for example, being stuck in my own head in a really poor mental state, I've literally told myself on the walk that today, because of how I'm feeling, I will just put my headphones on and not talk to anyone because I just want to be alone. And the last thing I want is to infect anyone else with my negative energy. And so many times without fail, within almost the first five minutes of walking in, when I have told myself that I'm not even going to talk to anyone, but within the first five minutes of walking in and a pleasant greeting or two later, I can almost no longer even relate to the heavy state I was in on the walk there. Almost as if just the act of smiling and meeting someone and asking about them and them asking about me can short circuit any poor mental state that I was in. Now, there also has been many days when as soon as I walk back out of the gym, I go right back into my pattern thoughts and pattern negativity and put myself right back into that negative state. But at least there, I can witness myself doing this to myself. And although I cannot stay outdoors or rely on outside interactions to take me out of the hell of my own mind, at least that shift in state introduces a slight bit of doubt that even for those two hours while I'm in the gym, that there is a possibility that not all is bad and that I can, if I wanted, experience another state and it is my thoughts that are affecting the feelings. Clearly, I can see that play out. Just that shift alone, as drastic as it feels, is enough for me to know and see the game that the mind plays and how it can be manipulated by changing my environment. And according to Tony Robbins, the state we are in can dictate the story that we are telling which then narrows or widens the scope of strategies that we can apply. It's almost like in a certain state, 
certain stories and strategies are inaccessible, just out of reach. And if you could change your state, jump around a bit, get excited, laugh, or go outside like I'm suggesting, then you can also broaden your access to the narratives that you can tell about what is going on around you or what has happened in the past or what can be possible in the future. And then turning those disempowering stories into powerful ones, which then broadens your available strategies from that new state and all the new stories. I can't tell you how many times sitting in one place, I can work myself into a terrible place in my mind. And as soon as I go outside or I am in my societal attire where I am more than just my thoughts, I am an actual living being who interacts with other beings. I play other roles and can play a part in their existence of their day and their experience of their day, then I am so much more than just what I can think of of myself in this moment. I play out the collection, the amalgamation of all of me over time. And I am then dynamic and full. I'm everything that I've ever been and all the things that I've learned. I'm definitely not just a snippet of a thought I can see from one corner of an angle as I sit indoors and be bounded in my own rumination. I realized long ago that my life will only be measured by how many people I talk to. It will only amount to how many people I get to interact with, how many people I can touch, and how many people awaken something within me that I did not even know was there. There are so many times in conversations when I am playing a role, a duty, a job, that parts of me come out that I did not even know I had inside. And epigenetic theory even corroborates my lived experience by explaining that parts of our DNA turns on when we are put in different environments. And on a very human self-discovery, witnessing of self and spontaneous emergence of what must be inside, but I don't get to readily keep in mind about myself because I don't get to see it happen. I have literally seen myself come to life as I am interacting, as I have to handle a challenging situation as I am required to solve a problem or negotiate a solution. The regular thoughts I have of myself are not as expansive as my actual being is. And then so if you just rely on what you think about yourself when that thought occurs and repeats while you sit in your familiar four walls, then you will miss out on so much of the magic that is you, that is waiting to surface. We don't really know all that we are until we get the demands put on us for more of us to come to the surface. There's a book by Marissa Franco called Platonic that explores the science of attachment and friendships. And the way that she puts it is the idea of comparative advantage. The reason why diversity is good, starting with diversity of DNA all the way to diversity of exposure and thoughts and experiences, is because of comparative advantage, meaning The more differences, the stronger and more durable the cohort of people are and ideas are. The reason why one European disease was able to wipe out millions of natives is because in generations of breeding with each other only, their disease tolerance and resistance was only to the things that they had been exposed to. And any foreign bacteria that is new to their system has the ability of compromising the entire group. The same is true with thoughts or ideas that you have about yourself or the world around you. If you only rely on what is most accessible to you easily, then you leave yourself vulnerable to what you have yet to consider. The way that she talks about it in the book Platonic is 
that sometimes if you only rely on your family or your spouse as a basis of who you think of yourself as, then you only have that one experience of self. And instead, when we are engulfed in a community, we get to experience parts of ourselves we didn't even know were there as our identity fans out into exploration. If we only have a few relationships, whatever happens in that relationship, she says, becomes deterministic of how you are doing overall because it's such a large portion of what your life is. But if you have quality relationships outside that expand, then you have a buffer. You can now rely on these outside resources as a way of awakening yourself to more of you and more than you would know of you if you had limited relationships. Essentially, if you didn't have these outside resources, your set of indoor thoughts would become and make up the bulk of your ideas of self and your identity. If you want your life to be on a trajectory of expansion, your daily thoughts and followed up actions should be also expansive. And sometimes for that, you literally have to expand your reach into the outer world. By definition, you expand in proportion to new inputs that take you to new places. That's not to say you cannot walk down the same street and see something that you have never seen before or considered before, but even that requires a fresh eye, a tilted perspective than the usual, a new frame of mind. And I don't think it's entirely impossible to think your way into new thought or to think yourself out of old ones, but I do think it's highly unlikely you would be able to do that since much of that is on autopilot. So if you want to experience yourself different inside, sometimes it just helps to go outside. I love you, family. Stay true always. I'll see you on the next show.